Ho, 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 and a bottle of rum. Welcome one and all to the Spirit of Christmas episode. But most importantly, episode number six of the Ball is Bay podcast. Uh, blame the wedding season or my lack of planning. But this episode is a day late already. So if you're hoping to hear some other voice doing the intros, y'all are sorely mistaken. It's your old boy Ashwin with the Teleport Master. Vinit Devaya joining me this week again from Luxembourg. I think our audience will soon get bored of this European place, my friend. Any plans to shift bases? Yeah, I mean, no, not really. I'll be in Luxembourg for another two months, I think. Not really. Uh, but next week, I'm going to be in Brussels, uh, going there for some work, and also just kind of checking out the Christmas market. Uh, so, yeah, I was, I was supposed to be in Santiago uh, this week, but plans changed, so I'm going to be in Luxembourg till the end of, uh, end of January. Uh, how about like watching the games this week? Did you catch any games which caught your attention? Uh, I caught. Uh, yeah, I saw games? a couple of games. I'm not gonna ask you about the. I'm not gonna ask you about the Spurs Hunter game because. Uh, yeah. I mean, I saw actually. I did watch that game. You know. Till like till I realized Popovich uh, is just playing uh, like the D League team with with Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. yeah well, they still lost by three points. That's kind of really sad. I would. It doesn't matter, man. Like, uh, like you know, you you know what I'm saying. You know, victory. Uh, a victory is a victory is a victory. That's, that's fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I I did watch that game, uh, and then I watched also the um, the Pelicans Warriors game yesterday, over the day before. I think that was yesterday. today. I think yeah, it was today. And then I watched the Sixers game against uh, Pistons. Pistons. Yeah. And I watched one more game. Uh, forgot which one. I think I watched one more game, but I can't remember. But did you watch the Celtics against the Bucks? No, I didn't watch that. No, no, no. This was earlier in the week. Uh, not earlier last week, that is. Anyways, okay. I, I I remember uh, over anyways. the course of the what do you call that? The the podcast. This is yeah. The, uh, yes, that's what it is. <laughs> All right. Uh. This week we are going to try a new format where I'm not going to tell the audience what I'm going to talk about, but they have to listen through the podcast. Yes. So, uh, let's see if it uh, if the audience falls down from two to zero. Inshallah, it won't. <laughs> so how are the numbers looking on the podcast? Are people listening in? Like people are listening, but uh, exact numbers I don't want to reveal right now because I haven't checked it myself. I, like I said, this weekend was pretty busy. I had gone to my boss's wedding in Trishur. And then, like again, I had to miss a cousin's wedding as well. So, uh, by the way, yeah, shout out to Dilin Anand, uh, EFI boss, uh, one of the like nicer personalities I've met. He's married now, so I feel, uh, like I feel I should mention that, you know, like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, good luck to him on his marriage. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to him. <laughs> okay. So, All right, man. So, so did you did you catch any games? Or I did. It... I did. I did. I I caught the the same game. I mean, I caught the Philly Detroit game. I caught a couple okay. other games. I don't like recall. I think it was earlier in the week. I think because of this delay, uh, like I caught a game like at the beginning of last week. I don't remember which one it was though. It was I was also half asleep when I saw it. Must have been a really boring game. But I did catch the Spurs Thunder game though. Yeah, but. I broke my vow of not watching Thunder games, but here we go. I did watch it and we did win, so 
yeah i was worried though that it might go into overtime but yeah <laughs> we managed to get the win so that's all i'm going to be thankful for cheers to that okay okay do you want to talk about the thunder to start off the uh the thunder game yeah it was it it always happens like whenever i i've seen this every time when popovich puts his second string team they have such great chemistry with them that thunder even with their immense potential and their talent almost comes up short and it it's happened when, like when i've seen the playoff games when i've seen regular season games like la- i think a, day, a year before last when david west was there when that team came on when that five came on to the floor even thunder starters could mm-hmm. not really do anything and I, i think it's just a homage to popovich's you know coaching i mean at the end yeah oh it's it's a homage popovich's to popovich's coaching, coaching, coaching not to the <laughs> shitty I, I don't think so. I mean, yeah, see, at the end, like, we did beat you the last year in the playoffs. So, I, I know that for a fact that, you know, like, at the end, we will persevere. But the second string team for Spurs is just as good as any other team. So, shout out to Pop. Pop, I hope you can coach my college team in your next birth when I'm also born again. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I'm going to start yeah. off with discussing the, I, I think this is one of the first things that happened this week. the hacker ben simmons uh like i if i had said hacker shack then mm-hmm. yeah, i would have got called out by shack so i'm not going to i'm going to say hacker ben simmons how how does how do you think a player who is so good on the court with the ball running like an athlete has such difficulty shooting free i mean his form is atrocious uh it's it's like you know he he's got blindfolded and he's been asked to shoot at the basket which is ridiculous this is not the case at all it's a simple shoot there's no one in front of you and yet a lot of people today have got this basic issue wrong it's as if they are athletes first and basketball players second what do you think about the hacker uh, hacker player strategy well i mean i mean i i can i can actually answer this question quite well because they used to do hacker vinith when we used to play college basketball a lot um and it was because uh it was it was probably like the numbers made more sense where you could like if i got the ball in the post or if i got it into it into a place where i liked it then i used to usually score okay. shout out to modesty when you are in a tight situation and the times are you know there's not enough time it makes more sense to just hack the person who's not a 90% free throw shooter the because numbers. the numbers just okay. make sense there cuz you have you basically have two or three you know possessions left and in those two or three possessions you don't want you don't want three out of three or you don't want two mm. out of three uh so by doing hack or whatever you're getting it down to you know your your uh, shooting percentage down to like maybe 40 or 50% yeah. So it's just it's just a numbers thing and it's also like uh-huh. it also plays on your confidence yeah. a little bit so once you know that people are going to hack you you are not as uh one is your teammates don't want to pass to you that's number one uh number two is uh you yourself kind of lose confidence in your own shot cuz so, you're waiting for the foul to come so there it actually I mean, works and it's very the, the major a uh, point of hacking someone is to destroy their offensive rhythm because i think uh, philly were up by 24 when they started doing it 
and 12 straight possessions they had Simmons. Out of the 24 free throws, I think he made uh, 10 or 8 or something of that sort. So, uh, so it's reduced an offensive possession into a shooting match which you're losing. You're either getting 1 out of 2 or getting 0 out of 2. And the other team can now, you know, like, it doesn't take much time off the clock also. You foul immediately. Just destroys the rhythm. The major problem uh, people have with it is that it makes it takes the game into a very bad place. I think the entire fourth quarter by itself took 48 minutes. It's, uh, I read it somewhere. So maybe as a marketing thing, as an advertising, it's not the best advertisement for the NBA. But I would never want this rule to be taken off just to provide some solace to bad shooters. I mean... If you're a basketball player, isn't it like expected of you to make free throws? Isn't that like a basic thing? I mean, you should not help these people just because they can't do something very basic, right? Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think I think you know, it, it, it they definitely have. To, I mean, I think Ben Simmons is definitely going to improve. He's going to probably end up becoming a 70 percent free throw shooter, and I think. I don't think the the rule should bend to help people who have bad free throws, but you know it's it's just a momentum mm. crushing thing it's not very good for the game it looks really bad um and the number of people that can actually f- shoot bad free throws are very very low uh i mean you could uh-huh. really count them on your on your hand out of 300 players like you know who deandre jordan uh who else ben simmons and then you have uh andre drummond Robertson, okay. Then who else? I mean, not, they're not that many bad free throw shooters. So it's not. It's not such. It's just that when you have that, you you will use it. But yeah. most of the time, very few teams can actually use it. Like Hackershack became really big because of Shaquille O'Neal, and uh-huh. the Spurs used it very very effectively. So I think that's that's the only reason why it kind of had that impact but I don't think otherwise there are too many players who cannot mm-hmm. who oh, cannot sure. knock down two free throws I hope the when required. Uh, number of people who miss their free throws doesn't increase because yeah, that's not good for basketball at least not for the NBA yeah I mean I always I used to always wonder like why I mean okay like me not putting my mm. free throws in is okay <laughs> I don't do it do it as a career but yeah if you're if that's what you've been doing for all your life and you still can't knock down free throws yeah it's just kind of sad but think about it right? like if you're a seven foot two guy and like you're just this massive guy and the ball is like a tennis ball in your hand, i agree i i so think big men not being able to do it kind of still makes sense i mean it just shows that you know they worked on different parts of the game and not necessarily shooting part of it but for someone who is a point guard who handles the ball so much it 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 is so counterintuitive like uh, I mean, you would not think that a small man has this kind of shooting problem because that's what they do. It's not that the small man does anything else other than have the ball in his hand. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe they just don't pay attention to it anymore in college. No, I mean, what else could it be, right? Ben Simmons didn't go to college. So. Didn't he go to college? Well, he went to college, but not really. Like He didn't really play for LSU, I think, the next year or something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, did he do that red shirt thing, whatever they call it? Okay, 
What? Uh, I, I was just asking if he redshirted that uh, freshman year as well. I, I think that's what they call it, right? When you are on the college. I, I have no idea. Wow, no really? Idea. Didn't, you stu- <laughs> didn't you study in the US? Don't think I think they call it. I did, but I don't know. I, th- I think they I call it. Red I, I think they call it redshirting if you are in the college but you don't go to class. I mean, you are on the team but you go to classes and don't play on the team. Oh, okay. something. Yeah, we'll, yeah, I don't know. Mm, Never heard of it. Maybe if somebody listening to this knows the thing, yeah, please go ahead. <laughs> Correct <laughs> one of us. <laughs> oh, Ashwin, your heights of optimism yeah, are great. Like uh, someone has to be optimistic. Uh, okay, moving on, moving on, but not really moving on. We are still gonna be talking about the Phillies one-two punch. Uh, Vinny Tivaya, which one-two punch do you think is the best in the league right now? AD Boogie, uh, the Philadelphia one-two. I still one, think two. the best one-two punch or one-two-three punch is the th- the Warriors one-two-three punch. Mm. You, you you just think that they are it, but wa- I mean the Warriors are like a cheat code team. I mean, the Warriors are like a cheat code team, man. Like let's, let's not. Uh, like even if you take out Durant, right? Mm. Like I still think the Splash Brothers are the best. Yeah. One two punch or one one punch or two two. I don't know whatever it is. They they just. Yeah. Like it's very difficult. Who else is? There? I mean, the one-two punches. There is AD and Boogie. Anthony Davis. No. Demarcus Cousins. No. I mean, uh, what about if you're a Damian one-two Lillard punch? And that, like, who? Damian. Yeah, they are actually quite good. I like uh-huh. them too. Uh-huh. They could be. They could be number two or number three. I think. Okay, so we we are talking about a scenario where the Warriors are not a team. I actually even like Kyrie Irving Ford. and Hafford. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Quite underrated. I, I think, I think like Hafford has awesome. really picked up his game with the arrival of Kyrie. I think that is something that hasn't been talked about as much. Just that Hafford has become so much more dependable than last year. And so much more effective, I'd say, because of the arrival of Kyrie Irving. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. Uh, who else is there? Which, else, which other team has like a good... One two, I I don't think Bledsoe and Giannis are yet a one two punch. That team is still a one one punch. Yeah. No. The Toronto backcourt. Toronto is backcourt is also good. pretty effective. Pretty effective. Yeah, they win, so I think they should give them. Pro. Would you call Kawhi Leonard and Lamarcus Aldridge one two? No, I don't. No, think I don't so. think so. They're not. I. I. I mean, a one-two punch would need to be complementary, right? As in, like they make the job easier for each other, something of that sort. Yeah, that's why uh, I think Clay Thompson and Steph Curry are the best. Yeah, but hey man, I can't take the Warriors that seriously after last year's trade. Yeah, they. They are not that high up in my, like you know, respect. Uh, I mean, they uh, they won they still won won seventy three games without Kevin Durant, so that team is yeah, but they did not win the. It's really good even without him. Yeah, true, agreed, but they did not win the, uh, thing what which mattered. I mean, they did not win the ring. Seventy three nine don't mean a thing without the ring. True, true. Yeah, yeah but uh, I guess we can't cry. But I I thought we decided we're not gonna talk about the Warriors again on this podcast. You asked me a yes. question. But, the obvious but answer the an- was the no. Warriors. That is not true. The answer was anyone but the Warriors. You are not supposed to answer the Warriors. Okay. Speaking of All something right, that the Warriors if, don't if have. If not the Warriors, I would say. Mm. 
uh, I would say the the Portland boys. Portland boys are the best. Portland boys. I agree. I, I I do think that they shoot a lot more. Definitely one of the most feared backcourts in the league. I mean, I, I've yeah, definitely. They're yeah, I know they are very good. They are very good, and I think Portland. I, I think they are for number four or number five. five. I think yeah. in, in the West they have sneaked away. Yeah. With the little yeah, I mean Dame Lillard is just amazing, and he raps also, so he's like on a different level altogether. Yeah. Actually, you know, a lot of people don't really think Damian Lillard is that good, wow. which is kind of really weird, and I think it's very disrespectful I think it's unfair. for Damian. Extremely disrespectful. Quite, you're right. Yeah, he's quite good. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's very good. He, and he's he's said that he's not going to leave the Trailblazers also. So that's loyalty. Hashtag loyalty. That's something that I, again, respect. Mm, you should know about loyalty. I know. Mr. Thunder's fan. Thunder, thank you. Cheers. Go. Uh, ironically, I started following the Thunder only because Durant played there. It's just, uh, I know. Because <laughs> Durant... Which is why I thought you would move to the Warriors. Yeah, but, but clearly, clearly uh, loyalty means something else to me. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, talking about loyalty again, very ironically. Uh, best big man in the league. What do you have to say for that? I mean, the big man has evolved. It's not the same as the 90s and early 2000s. I would say even like yeah. late 2000s. But the big man does different things now. But still, uh, even if you don't count like the old school big man, some big man who who is not only big, but is also smart. Like who, I, I would have gone for Dwight Howard maybe five, six years ago, but okay, not six years ago, probably yeah, seven, eight years ago. Uh, or even Andrew Bynum was. I think Dwight is still very Andrew good. I mean, he's still averaging almost oh, uh, yeah. 17 and 12. I, I think he crossed uh, Dikembe Mutombo on the rebounds list, all-time rebounds list. And that, I think, is a great achievement. I, I mean, Dwight is a beast, man. Like, Dwight had a really bad, bad like, four years. Mm. Two years in Lakers and two years in Houston. But otherwise, like, when he was in Orlando, man... He defeated the Cavaliers team and the Boston Celtics team. Yeah. Exactly. Single-handedly. And I think a lot of people don't give him credit for beating Boston and Cavaliers that year. They don't give him credit because Pro- the, you know, because of the narrative, not really because of his... You mean of the way he is? See, there's a problem with this kind of traditional big men, right? Like traditional big men need touches. It's the same thing with Lamarcus Aldridge. Like you need the touches to get them... I don't know if the the right word is to I rolling, I think the right word is rolling because that's kind of what yeah you I mean the big man expends a lot of energy going up and down I mean you need to make him feel involved yeah yeah so you one is also like feeding the big man like most big men have like they are they are shooting field goal percentages usually in the high, uh, higher fifties so it definitely makes sense to give them the ball again and again and again. But what has happened is this new evolution of shooting point guards, right? So all the point guards today that exist shoot. And so the person that gets the point, that gets the ball down is is going to be your first line of offense unless, you know, there's a high, high pick and roll, which is, again, yeah. the big man's job. So again, now the big man has to roll to the basket. And so by the time he rolls, he cannot go get like a proper position. So it's just, it's just, it's become difficult. And also now with the whole defensive uh, seconds and all that stuff, it's just, it's become a little bit more difficult for the... I I think it's uh, more of a, like you don't have the personnel anymore. As in, like you said, you know, most point guards now shoot. 
like their first thing like like initially if you had seen on a fast break people would run straight to the basket nowadays nobody runs to the basket they first run to the three point line make sure they're free and if there's someone the very few people would run straight to the basket and get that easy two pointer nowadays like people just shoot threes everyone shoot threes yeah. demarcus shoot threes hofford shoot threes uh, when dwight howard does not shoot threes but you know like lot of people just love shooting threes and they work on the shot they don't really you know work uh, they don't really work on you know getting into the position getting that easy basket getting you know getting a quick two three baskets like you know just all you have to do is duck down get the ball because you're so big you might you will be right at the rim you know playing it fundamentally like you said they don't work on the fundamentals anymore but uh, who w- still who would you say is the big man, best big man in the league most effective let's not say best i mean best, best big uh, man. could mean a lot of things but most effective so well i think i think the top list there's demarcus cousins there's boogie there's ad Offered. uh come on man i, I like mb but there. i'm not very sure he plays MB. more mb plays more like a big uh, man than anything else i mean i always uh, i i think which game was it the detroit game he knew exactly that andre demond had five fouls already he got the ball attacked him got him fouled out you know basically turned the game around but even otherwise he always had like you know he was he played big which is something that i really appreciate he played like his size he did not uh, start setting screens and then realizing okay okay all i'm going to do is set screens and move around uh, setting screens for people because a lot of big men have value only there i mean i i think someone like martin gotart also is really amazing because he does that job very well he does not play like a big man but he is extremely good at finishing around the rim he is extremely good at like you know creating space and things like martin gotart is one of my favorite big men but he is not a traditional big man so i i would say i would say joel embiid and al hofford but since al hofford has the okay. better record i think al hofford ha- this season has proved that you know he is no man i i i really i mean i don't know i mean i i i think there are so many good bigs still i mean i i know people say it's a dying tradition but i mean every team has like one big really good big player almost i think you can put mark gasol in in it also okay mark gasol also you know i mean grizzlies have uh, been losing so yeah can't really yeah but i think all said and done i think probably boogie cousins is the best mm. okay because boogie cousins is really difficult to stop i i would not argue with really, boogie really cousins yeah no 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 that guy can handle the ball also he can shoot the three at a reasonable clip and he he can take it then he is like you cannot stop him if he makes that move he spins around then you cannot stop yeah, that yeah it's very difficult to stop boogie cousins i also think honestly if you put the right team around dwight howard mm. dwight howard is also very difficult so i remember seeing him during when he was playing for the orlando magic like it was impossible to stop him mm-hmm. he would he would get the ball spin move dunk spin move dunk like this how do you stop that mm-hmm. you know like cuz you he spins and he's right underneath the basket he jumps up and he kind of gets it so <laughs> uh this is something that is very close to my heart and i've uh, given this a lot of thought are injuries uh, ruining the game 
do you think it's time for the league to stop playing 82 games in a season uh, before the playoffs and then like you know go cuz some teams just play a lot of games man like some people, 82 games is really necessary no i don't think so i mean i honestly mm. think if you're going to get being paid 20 25 million dollars a year you better keep your body in shape and just play the goddamn game but so many injuries happen the problem to what the problem has become is just that like i don't know how so many people are getting injured you know it is not happened before like people were not getting injured so much like yes injuries were a part of basketball and a lot of people used to get injured but like i think the amount of injuries have just skyrocketed where every you know every big player is is injured so would you say that the increase in today's players athleticism is calling causing uh, like a significant part of these injuries cuz today they are jumping higher they are they do a lot more training i mean it's not like if you work out a lot it's it's correlated to like you know injuries if you work out a lot you have less injuries that's also a strain on your body right it's a human body it's not a mechanical uh, thing fitted in you a human body wear and tear i mean today they they work out yeah, a lot yeah i mean i i understand that but i think like i i think that you know athletes need to stop doing other things other than playing basketball and and get rest basically you know that's the one if one thing you know people need to learn about like conditioning is like just health like you just have to like take a good night sleep rest like <laughs> and just i'm sure they recover from your uh, basketball i'm sure game. they drown themselves in ice after every game i've seen like you know players do yeah that. but the nothing replaces like good night sleep right like but if if after every game you want to go Party. out and you want to like have a good time and then wake up in the morning and then yeah that's just that's just not good i don't know i i think i think 82 games is fine i, th- I think 82 games is a lot of games i think 66 games. i mean you can reduce the like, you can reduce I, i'm the okay pay. with i'm okay with 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 stars resting i'm okay with that's the thing i don't i don't want i don't want people to like if you want to rest on certain games yeah you can rest that's fine uh, but again the league has a problem with that also you can't just yeah that i don't understand i, I think I it mean, makes I sense it. i think it makes sense and... but i think like uh, i think this is one of the ideas floated by david stern uh his idea was that stars can rest for home games and then if you want to rest them rest for the home games don't rest them for the road games because a road crowd might have come to see the stars and they might have just one game to watch but your home team can your home crowd can see the stars again like there are 41 games there so you can take one of yeah. the home games but don't take one of the road games yeah that's fair Is that's right yeah i wonder how people come yeah. up with these ideas it seems so simple but so smart <laughs> speaking of uh, simple and smart so you don't think that a uh, shorter season is the answer but they should be allowed to rest that's what you think yes they should be allowed to rest keep players uh, whenever they want i mean even if a, if if a, if a player wants to uh, or if the team decides okay lebron james need to rest for like 2 weeks hmm. let him rest it's fine mm-hmm. right. i mean with lebron james that that guy is one freak of nature man no injuries nothing he's been playing i was watching this uh, slow motion video of his like recently <laughs> where he dunks the ball uh, and like you could see like each and every muscle of his when he was like dunking is like man how the hell that guy you know, prepares on almost different he's, level he's like a year older than me and 
I think we discussed like one of the better teams uh, at the 25% mark of the season. Today we are going to talk about the most disappointing team for you so far. As in a team which you thought would do much better. But they have really not lived up to their potential. My pick for that... Grizzlies! My pick for that would be the Milwaukee Bucks. Though I think the Grizzlies is also not a bad answer. I think the Milwaukee Bucks started off nicely. They had this great pace. They added blood. So, but they have just not performed well at all. And I think last season also they had the same issue. They were the most underperforming team given the amount of talent that they have. And it's not like they haven't played together. They played no, the wait, 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 wait. I'm going to stop here. No. What talent do they have? They have Thornmaker. They have Bledsoe now. They have Giannis. They, they have, didn't have Bledsoe. They have Bledsoe now. They still aren't doing that. Yeah. They are still aren't doing that well. They are they still have, losing the to only, shit teams. They only have Giannis. Who else do they have? I don't get it. Okay, they when they started, Who? they had Greg Monroe. They had Greg Monroe back then. And they still did not... Yeah, okay, fine. Well. Fine. Mm. Two players, okay. Mm. I mean, the, I'm, I'm, are, reading you, also, I'm reading you the Milwaukee Bucks team. They, okay? they are also Giannis, in the Eastern Eric Conference. Huh. Joel Bolomboy. Okay. Who the fuck is I that? I have no idea. Malcolm Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon, rookie of the year Sterling last year. Brown. Rookie of the year last year. Matthew Delvedova. Okay, fine. No, fuck Delvedova. John Henson. Hmm. DeAndre Liggins. Thorn Maker. Chris Middleton. Jabari Parker is injured. What are you Gary saying? Gary Payton too. Tony Snell. Mirza Teletovic. Jason Terry is too old. Rashad Vaughn, DJ Wilson. Like, who is in this team? Who the hell are these players? Who the hell are these players? Are you, are you telling me that in the fucking Eastern Conference, I mean, I mean, in the Eastern Conference, they cannot win more games. They cannot have a winning record right now. Are you seriously telling me that they... Yeah, let me... Let, I'll, I'll read you out. I'll read you out Indiana's team, okay? Okay. Bogon Bogdanovic. Yes. Darren Collison. Good. Al Jefferson. Corey Joseph. Good. TJ Good. Leaf. Victor Oladipo. Oladipo. Oladipo, Alex Poitras, Glenn Robinson, Domantas Sabonis, Lance Stevenson, Edmund Sumner, Miles Turner, Damian Wilkins, Joe Young, Thaddeus Young. You know more names on this team? Yes. Than on the Bucks team? Huh. Yes or but, no? But the Pacers are doing very well. The Pacers are not one of the disappointed. They are doing no, they are, they are below the Bucks. Really? Now Washington. Hmm. Bradley Beal, Tim Frazier, Martin Gotart, Sheldon Mack, Ian Mahimi, Chris McClough, whatever. Jody yeah, but Meeks, Washington doesn't Markeith have... Morris, no. Kelly Oubre, Otto Potter, Otto Potter Devin Robinson, <laughs> Thomas Somebody, Mike Scott, Jason Smith, John Wall, Mike Young. But they don't have... Again, they, you know, more people they, on this team that... They don't have... A, the Milwaukee Bucks has nobody... But they don't have... Other than Giannis. they don't have Wall right now. I mean, without Wall, that team is not as good. Without, Without John Wall. John Wall is not playing right now. No, I under- yeah. I know that. But I'm saying that... why I don't know why you had expectations from what Milwaukee. What are you saying? They Milwaukee, have one good Milwaukee player. Milwaukee is coached by Jason Kidd. One of the smartest people. It doesn't matter. You have one good no, player. No, you have multiple 21. good players, man. Like, that is not true at all. Who? That's what I just read you. Chris team. Middleton is good. Brockton was the rookie of the year last year. <laughs> Come on. Jan Brogdon is come a very on. good... Come on, man. Like, just... Okay, what position does Chris Middleton play? Of course, I'm sure. Are you His sure? His name sounds like he plays small forward. <laughs> come on, man. Yeah, I mean, like, let's, let's not Wait, like, let take see. it to the wrong side. I'm just saying that uh, for me, I personally thought... 
Wait, first of all, Chris Middleton doesn't doesn't play for. But you just said his the name. The Bucks. Of course, Chris Middleton. Oh, is it? Yeah, you did. I didn't say his name. That was Chris Middleton was no, in, I not. think, uh, Washington. <laughs> okay. Uh, does does it does it doesn't matter? I'm, I'm does, reading. Does it doesn't doesn't matter? Doesn't matter. Chris Middleton, hey, come on, man. I know Middleton plays for the Bucks. What are you saying? Uh Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey man, I I can't edit all of this bloopers out. Okay, like let's just stick on topic. Which team do you think has been the most disappointing? <laughs> <laughs> hey, but this is this is this is not bloopers. This is like this is this, this is a, this should be a part of, this the, is a part of the podcast. The, the yeah. podcast. <laughs> just the random fights. Fine. I mean, it is being recorded, so it is part of the random thing. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, we are missing. I mean, which team, according okay. to you? has disappointed you at least i mean you had uh, you like you said memphis grizzlies i but they didn't they lose conley yeah uh, they did they did yeah so, uh, I, mean, I mean so yeah i mean that way if you look at you it, lose yes. conley matlab he is one of the best uh, guys to run the uh, so you're saying barring injury barring, of course barring injury i mean i mean the bucks have a really healthy team and so they have a really a, young like team really also. no team right like la clippers Like literally got uh, LA Clippers really injured. Yeah. Utah lost their injury yeah. guys. So really, there's no one actually that has disappointed me that way. I mean, injury is the biggest problem, right? Like that's Utah, Rudy Gobert gone. Utah silently they injury. have a six-game winning streak. That was I mean, yeah, beside the point. But uh, they are Utah. I hope yeah, Gobert comes. Yeah, but not very us. good teams. Probably not. So you have not been disappointed by any team. Did you to win more games this year than last year? No, no. I told you, Mavericks are going to be the worst team. I'm actually yeah. <laughs> quite surprised they're winning team. They're they're winning games right now. They're on a two game winning streak. Can you believe that? That was uh, not cool at all. <laughs> like, and they have one, one, like one, one or two wins away from like the tenth seed, <laughs> which is not really a seed, but sure. <laughs> Hey, I'm just saying, man. Fine. All right. Speaking of winning streaks, we have Cavs on 11-game win streak, seemingly unstoppable without IT. I think IT is scheduled to come back in December, mid or something. Uh, do you think mm-hmm. this Cavs team, with the changes that they've made plus IT, is better than last year's Cavs with, with IT? IT? As in once I uh, with IT as in with last year's IT because we don't really know how well he'll work with this team. I mean, I don't think there should be much of a lag, but still, uh, IT plus this year's Cavs. It's tough mm. to say, man. But uh, I would say yes. Better than this. I would better say they are better than last year's. So yeah. are they a better challenger to the Warriors? than last year because i, yeah, I think I they think have so. more depth this I year so. i think they have more depth and i think dwayne wade is david like the silent i i, I think i think we need to give a shout know. out to dwayne wade dwayne wade has just I, i i don't know man like this guy has he has made those you know the smart changes he does not care if he comes off the bench but he is leading that second team leading the second unit making sure that things don't go out of hand i, I think shout out to dwayne wade uh flash uh, i mean yeah this is what veteran leadership i think is all about making sure you know like keeping those egos away like working together 
he has got a very good cast once it comes back i agree with you they have an amazing team too yeah they have an amazing team to yeah, compete because i think i think you know you lost kyrie mm-hmm. but you you gained it and dwayne wade and possibly derek rose yeah. so no oh, derek rose oh, sad but i i heard somewhere that he is uh yeah he is not completely given up on playing for the cavs so yeah he's coming he's back he's coming back is it see okay all right so yeah. I, i guess we should take a little bit of the credit for that i think he thought two random yeah. people are giving condolences i can't have that happen yeah i think i think he was just going going on soundcloud and he yes. just say hey you know yeah. wow what is yeah. this ball what is bench like wow they love us they love so me so much, much. i got to so come much back so respect yeah definitely yeah. what else could it be yeah <laughs> yeah hmm. so yeah i i guess that's it for this time uh, this is pretty short at 38 minutes i think this is one of the uh, snappiest uh, snappiest uh, podcasts in the history of ballspe let's just keep it at that is is this an indication of snappier definitely definitely come? listeners be, uh, don't beware but listeners listen up uh, we are going to get snappier as we progress further and uh, to any of anyone interested we are going to continue staying on soundcloud uh, our financial woes have been answered i mean by us it's not like someone else is paying us but uh, <laughs> we have we have a new sponsor <laughs> we are officially going to sponsor this thing and yeah soon you will be uh, you might not see merchandise but you will definitely see uh, like better content coming out more snappier uh, anything else you want to add vineeth no man i'm i'm really happy about you know how these podcasts definitely. are coming along and i think if uh if we keep doing this i think our, our listeners are going to get better and better content much more higher production Definitely. quality as time progresses Definitely. and you know i think our listeners need to know this that you know ashwin is, yeah. is the man who that does all true. the editing that is true i will not you know all all the hard work i just do the talking and <laughs> and uh, uh i i finance some of you are financing a little bit more than, than me that, so you can always you know you can have that in your head like 32 dollars versus 31 yes yeah obviously yes, you know it <laughs> yeah so uh, i think uh, all, all things all things yeah. uh, all things taken in yeah. uh, consideration i think ashwin definitely. has definitely contributed a lot definitely. i and, i completely uh, agree with that yeah you know if if you think the production quality oh, shit. is shit then it's ashwin's ashwin's mistake <laughs> if you think it's yeah. great it's ashwin's yeah. ashwin's mistake yeah that's true i i will take all the brick bats and the bouquets uh, so here uh, signing yes. off on that a wonderful note <laughs>